Hey everyone, it's me. It is um, the new year, finally, right? So um, I recorded an episode yesterday and I kind of got tired, literally and uh, figuratively. Every time I mention the word tired, I just tend to yawn nowadays. So um, here's the thing. I haven't been feeling like myself lately within the past week and um as much as I want to snap my fingers and change the mood that I'm in like I know that I have a team of people I have my friends I have my family I have my doctors I have my therapists I have a medication and um hopefully they'll help me from becoming worse and to the point where I'm on the edge. So, um, not asking to pray for me, but, um, yeah. So, 2018, right? Um, how can I say this in a nice way? Um, 2018, bitch, you were fucking tough to me. Like, 2018 was the year that I doubted myself 80% of the entire year no matter how much people told me like how smart and creative I was or how much of a good friend I was like I would always doubt myself because I don't know sometimes my life you know my mind likes to play tricks on me um so around January winter time um I did finally quit my job of five years, and it was a relief. (laughs) It was such a relief, and I put my two weeks in, and then those two weeks passed, and by the end of the month, I was just like, peace out. Like, I'm not doing this no more, and... I left to enroll in beauty school, which I did, like, days before. I left, so then, after that, I had a tour of the school and all that. Well, anyways, I don't want to just say a whole bunch of stuff about beauty school because it's already in another episode, so check out that episode, uh, Beauty School Graduate. And, um, what else? Uh, February, someone who I thought took me serious actually played me days after I quit my job. Um, he was just like, well, it's not you, it's me. And I said, um, you're being really sus right now, my guy. So uh, it's better to leave it as is. He was just like trying to sugarcoat everything. And I was just like, you know what, just say you found another bitch. That can, I don't know, that's prettier than me. Because honestly, when I'm in relationships, I tend to let myself go a little bit. Like, when it comes to doing my hair. I don't do my hair as often anymore because I can barely give a fuck about it. And the fact that I haven't been doing my hair as much, as much as I haven't been, like, straightening it and applying heat to it in the winter I think it 
saved my hair a lot because now it's past my shoulders again. After that, um, I stayed in my studies. I started my clientele with one of my biggest supporters, Latia. Uh, I started doing her hair. I started seeing my godson more. Marcellus, shout out to you. I finally got to start this damn podcast that has been in my mind for a couple of years. And I never would have thought that it would get the the amount of plays that it did to this day forward. Like is not even a year and the fact that I reached a thousand plays back in September or October or something like that it's kind of like holy shit so again I would like to thank y'all hmm what else oh back in March (laughs) I had a bit of a fling who wanted to get me a ring yeet uh he was just you know, just, uh, he was just a boy, had fun, you know, shout out to you, but to give me a ring, like, I wouldn't get a ring if you're just gonna, I don't know, move back down south with your family, and then expect me to hold it down, like, I don't think that's a good idea, don't you think, like, it's really not a good idea. Hmm. Um, what else? I caught up with a really great friend from the past that I still send dog memes to this day. You know who you are, shout out to you. And I also hung out with my best friend Manny almost every weekend after school to catch a movie or eat at the cool restaurants that we wanted to go to. Um Manny is Manny has been one of the the people that have made my 2018 just a bit bearable. And I really completely fuck with him for that. Let's see. Around April and May. Hmm. Definitely. I'm not going to leave this out. March, I also met Nami. And I also met my girl, Heather. Those two are my entire rock. And there's no way I can do life without them. Especially last year and hopefully this year would be so much better for the three of us. And um, I love them bitches. Like, they're the best. Uh, April. I... I met a man... Who is just as broken and as flawed as I am. However, he takes up the most space in my phone. Seriously, like two of them. Even if he doesn't know the best way to tell me how much he cares about me, he gives me food and he hugs me like no other. Um, let me let me tell y'all something. Now. If you're one of my close friends who's listening to this, y'all might have told me that, you know, whatever I have in this situation is a bit pointless, that nothing's going to come from this, and I've done some thinking. 
I honestly done thinking, and you're probably gonna hate me, but we did some talking. We did some talking from over the phone to, you know, face to face. We did talk about how things weren't the same as they used to be, and at the same time, like, there's no way, there's no way that we're just going to end things just because we both have trust issues, you know what I'm saying? Like, he has trust issues because of his situation, and I have trust issues because of my failed, um, my failed relationships, but that does not mean that I could just, you know, let things go and throw them in the garbage and not remember the good times you know what I'm saying I remember the good times I remember the times he took me out I remember the times where I remember the times where we would just talk and not do anything but talk and we would just listen to each other's past and childhood and issues and stuff like that and honestly um honestly there's uh, there's no other man I would rather do the things that I'm doing with him other than with him if that makes sense so I'm not saying get off my back but at the same time, you have to understand that it's not that, you know, I'm afraid that I won't find another person or another man like that. Because at the same time, we're both not ready. We are both not ready for anything, you know, deeper than what we are right now. It's it's not a situationship. It's more like we're still getting to know each other, yet we moved a bit too fast because human nature and lust loves to take over. But at the same time, we've both been completely honest with each other. And, you know, we we care about each other a lot. If he didn't care much about me, he wouldn't... He wouldn't tell, you know, he wouldn't tell me, oh, meet me at this spot and at this spot only I'm going to pick you up. Any other dude would just say, oh, walk to my house after you get off the train or take the bus after you get off the train. Like, any any other dude would have just been like messy with their house and shit like that, like. He loves to clean his house before I come through. Honestly. Like, he he knows that I don't like it when it's not kept together. And he's just somebody that... Though he doesn't know how to explain how he feels, he shows it more with action. And it's hard to receive that action if we only see each other 
once every weekend. But, you know, if things do work out, then they work out. If things don't work out, then I don't mind being friends with him still. All I'm saying is if he ever wanted to go half on a baby, (laughs) bitch, I would not say no, okay? Because at this time in my life, I feel like my clock is already ticking. And, hey, like, why not just have a fucking kid with someone that you're already comfortable with? There are some times where I do feel uncomfortable just because of my past trauma. But at the same time, you know, this is a man that I haven't, I haven't really, what was I going to say? This was a man that I've been very comfortable with trusting with my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I told, I was the, he was the very first person that I told um, when I told him about my my trauma. And he looked at me and said, you know, this isn't your fault. And for the first time, like, I feel like I could just believe anybody when he said that. So there isn't no, um, there is no There's nothing forced about it, honestly. But at the same time, like I I like I always told him, I'm not gonna be taking any disrespect, so play your cards wisely. If you do something or say something, I'm gonna check you for it. But as long as you don't get on my bad side, we're both good. Okay. Well, um, I also celebrated my golden year with him, so I feel like that's important to fill in. And again, he gives the greatest hugs. He gave me a hug on, what was it, Friday morning, and I felt like I needed that hug, like an actual hug, because I've been pretty sad the whole week, so... Something to make me feel a little better. Uh, well, the spring and summer was like a small snowball ready to roll down an avalanche. The best moment of that season was witnessing my auntie marrying the love of her life. However, the siblings that I expected to come this year unfortunately passed on. Um, yeah. And... Because it was uh, one of the big causes of just my depression creeping up on me, besides other things, especially when my anxiety wouldn't let me leave the house at times, and that also meant that I missed days at school, which also pushed my graduation date back. I felt like my therapist at the time wouldn't understand what I was going through, but at the same time, I wouldn't bring myself to tell her what was actually going on. I thought, I also thought, (laughs) 
catching up with a certain person that I thought was a good friend would would have been a good idea, but she omitted the fact she omitted the fact that she settled my ex. So um yeah. But I still had to keep a smile on my face because apparently beauty is pain. Now fall was where I had a shutdown. I told people if my life weren't better by 30, I would find ways to end my life because no matter how many things and people that made me happy, I still felt hopeless. However, I was aware that to stop myself from taking my own life, I walked my ass to the hospital to seek help. Again. It has been 10 years since my very first uh, psych visit in the hospital. And I never thought that I would do it again. I never thought that I would feel as if I had nothing left to live for. But, hey, you got to bring yourself to get the help that you need. So after my mom and Nami came to visit me, I stayed overnight. I made a promise that I was going to finish school and finally talked to a therapist and a psychologist about uh, options for treatment and to talk to the therapist about the sexual assault that I went through four years ago. And also the childhood traumas being the reasons why I haven't been feeling like myself for the past four years. And bit by bit, I feel like the weight on my shoulders are lifting off of me. So in October, by Halloween time, I finally graduated from beauty school. I celebrated my brother's 25th birthday in peace on that same day. And my auntie announced that she was expecting, which was huge news. It was um, exclusive towards her immediate family. And she never told anybody until Christmas. So for her to tell us, for us to be like one of the very few was just like, we get to keep this little secret with us. And... um, Just last night, I was on Instagram Live with my auntie, and she showed me her growing belly, and I am just, like, so, I'm over the moon. I can't wait to spoil the crap out of this baby, honestly. So, after all that, I also followed my doctor's orders in November, so that I wouldn't compromise my clean bill of health. I don't even know how this happened, but I took my first physical in like years. They were telling me everything's perfect. My blood work is great. No diseases, no fucking, no fucking infections or nothing. Everything that I thought that I would panic about having is not, is just in the clear. I'm in the clear. So I'm like, holy shit. So um, 
I might have a little asthma though. But that's only if I'm in a very hot climate and apparently if I cannot breathe. So now um I'm I'm taking my medications for my depression and anxiety and to start off we did start off with 20 milligrams but my body was like super sensitive because it's not used to it but I still had to take the 20 because there was no way I was just going to split it <clears throat> so it took it for about a month my body started tensing up like really tightening up while I was at school one day and I had to go home because my body was in so much pain I spoke to my doctor thankfully that same week and I told her hey listen girl um I can't do this I, I gotta lower the shit down so she listened to me and she prescribed me to get um the 10 milligram so I switched it off uh tried it a little bit and I felt so much better now, um, this winter, however, <laughs> ah, fuck you, winter. I hate this season so much. I know this is like, it's a seasonal thing. I know it's a seasonal thing and there's a name for it, but what the fuck? This 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 winter like really sucked ass to be honest. And I just started feeling really sad. This happened this entire month. This that entire month of December was just a hassle for me to deal with. Like first of all, I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't sleeping. Like, when I'm talking about sleeping, I'm talking about, like, seven, eight hours. If I'm lucky, nine. No, it would be, like, two to three-hour naps at a time. The most I got out of that month was, like, six plus, like, six hours. And that's only me taking, like, CBD. And I noticed that. I've done it twice, and I felt... I slept like a baby when I take CBD. So I don't I don't know. Like I might have to talk to my doctor about this because Oh my god, I just remember I had the weirdest fucking dream. I had the weirdest fucking dream probably last night or the night before. But I was just having a dream about a fucking somebody. It's kind of weird. But I was just having a weird dream about somebody just asking them about like a CBD card or a medical marijuana card and all that shit because like I feel like it's what my body wants it's not that I'm gonna use it recreationally my body hurts most of the time sometimes I can't sleep there's times where I don't even want to leave the house because my body hurts a lot it's just like it hurts, man. Like, I need to function. I need to be outside the house more often to function. And sometimes my own body is just telling me, uh, girl, you thought. Like, it just hurts. Uh-oh. So then, um, yeah, my sleep schedule has been super fucked up. 
I missed my dog because I was, I guess I was talking about him during my therapy session one day and I got really sad, like crying. And I was crying the entire day. I remember this last Thursday, of course. And I just, I took a, I I took about like two naps that day. And this was right when I was, this is when um, my dude was like, oh, let me pick you up. And I'm just like, okay, but I'm just like really tired. I'm out of it. I'm just not feeling too good right now. But I still went. He picked me up. Why not? So I was just feeling a little, I was just feeling a little dazed. Like my doctor started me back on the, what was it? the 20 milligram she increased it and that was the first day that I started taking it I felt well rested in the morning but I still felt really sad so when I started on the 20 milligram um I just I was still spaced out I was afraid that I was going to feel like a zombie again and it just it just made me drowsy, but it it takes a few days to get used to it, to be honest, like to increase the dosage. So right now I took it around, what was it? Most likely at 10 last night because I wanted to take a nap and it was only for an hour. And... I woke up str- I woke up at 11:59 on the dot I should you not. And everybody was just celebrating the new year and blah blah blah. So I have been I've still been taking 2 to 3 hour naps. But right now I just feel a little tired cuz I've been up so early. But at the same time um I did enough for today, I guess. So, I mean, I could go to sleep, but I don't want to because I'm recording this. So, what else have I been feeling? Yeah, back to the dude, because this is what I wanted to mention. Yeah, this past, this, this past month, like, things were really shaky. There was a lot of tension because of the trust issues from the trauma from my past relationships, even if we have both been honest to each other. I've also been pushing so many people away, staying to myself for most of the time, especially last night. I didn't even want to go out. Um, I just wanted to stay at home alone by myself. You know, I felt like I could just have the most fun. And I don't want to be in major solitude. I don't want it to be, like, solitary confinement for the rest of this week until my mom comes back. But sometimes, you know, you just got to take some days off for yourself and 
figure out what it is that you really want in life without people just completely bothering you and shit like that. So, I mean, I don't have to leave outside the house until Thursday morning. What else? Hmm. Now, I felt like I was on the edge. I definitely felt like I was on the edge. But, you know, with everything that I'm getting and the support of friends and family, I'm definitely ready to start this year off by showing these two bitches, anxiety and depression, who's really boss. So, in closing, to those of y'all who love me, I love you too. To those of you that hate me, I love you too. There's no need for me to hold any grudges, especially at the beginning of the year. Unless you're my dad's ex-mistress, you can choke on a dick and die. To those of you who support my work, whether it's in this podcasting or cosmetology career, I thank you for giving me your time. To those of you who read... Oh, I keep saying read... For those of you who are hearing this and had a fun time with me, I had fun with y'all too. Shout out to y'all. I had fun. To those of you who I may have offended, I apologize. Unless I have a valid reason that you probably deserved it. And finally, to those of you who are suffering from the same mental struggles as I am. Or it doesn't have to be the same. But just as... Just as... um just as difficult, I would say. Um, I want you to know that you're not alone and I'm fine. I'm definitely going to fight beside you. If you need somebody to talk to, um, you can definitely email me at thisisarlenepod at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram for the podcast, which is thisisarlenepod. And if you have any struggles, if you have any, if you need any advice, just let me know and I'll answer it to the best of my ability. And, um, yeah, so I know we have been preparing for the new year for about two weeks now and it's finally here. And I just want to say one more thing. I hope this year brings you a lot of healing because I know we all need it to tell me about it. (laughs) I hope this year brings you a lot of joy. I hope this year brings you a lot of good news. I hope this year brings you a lot of peace, especially because we all need it. I hope this year brings you a lot of positivity well, I can't say that because I just I just insulted a Nicki Minaj fan on Instagram just now. Well, it was just an hour ago, but it doesn't matter. She called my mother broke. She deserved it. Uh, <laughs> I never mind that. I hope that 2019 also brings you a lot of love. It doesn't have to be from a relationship. Um. It doesn't have to be from any romantic relationships. You can receive love from your parents. You can receive love from your friends. 
your loved ones. And if you somehow got a man, or if you somehow got a girl, whatever, non-binary, because I respect y'all too, you know, more power to you. But, you know, I don't. But it's okay. The thing is, I hope it brings you a lot of love. I hope 2019 brings you a lot of respect. Because, baby, I feel like some people, I feel like some people, I'm not just going to generalize, but I'm going to say some people out here feel like they can go around the world or outside with no goddamn home training and just disrespect everybody in front of them without expecting to get their ass beat. And you know what? 2019, we're not just going to turn the other cheek. But we know well enough that, you know, if you poke, poke, and poke, and we punch the shit out of you, we don't want you playing victim because we see you for what you are, a phony and a pussy. I'm getting off topic. I hope 2019 gives you a lot of pleasure. I hope 2019 brings you a lot of orgasms because I just saw a video earlier today. Apparently, a lot of young people in my generation aren't fucking. That that needs to change completely. Um, I hope 2019 brings you great health, especially because niggas out here will be sick. Oh, my God. A lot of people have been sick, man. It's not cool, man. Um, I hope 2019 brings you a lot of accomplishments. Wow, I didn't even mean to bring that up in the first time. But, hey, I hope y'all accomplish a lot of things in 2019. I hope that you get a lot of wealth. I hope y'all are wealthy. Financially and spiritually. I hope 2019 brings you a lot of closure to most of you people who are dealing with a lot, a lot of conflict inside of your minds. I hope 2019 brings you better ways to cope with your pain. And I hope that it brings you, I hope that it brings you nothing but the best. Yeah, that's that's all I wanted to say. That's definitely what I wanted to say at this point. Um, yeah, so, wow, 35 minutes, not bad. Oh, okay. So I just want to thank you guys again for listening to this episode. Um, I keep saying, um, that's a New Year's resolution. I got to stop saying, um, while I'm recording an episode. This is ridiculous. (laughs) No, I can't stop saying it. Fuck. Now, I might want to do a new segment based on things that I have been watching on Netflix or probably by YouTube, if it's interesting enough, or my favorite, just a list of my favorite things, you know, you just, 
yeah, a list of my favorite things. So, since recording this episode, I have been watching a lot. I've been binge watching a lot of shows on Netflix because, thank God, uh, <laughs> I have been, I've been watching The Good Place. Of course, that show has me dying on the floor a lot. I have been watching what else? I've been watching Train to Busan. The thing about me is that I don't like when people tell me to watch something unless I tell myself, like, hey, yo, you finally, you gotta get, you gotta get to watching this. So I know Train to Busan is like pretty old to you guys, but I finally had the means to watch it. And it is so sad. (laughs) It's very sad. Like, the love that a father has for his daughter is crazy I don't think I don't think in the media or in tv shows or in movies they don't really show that relationship between father and daughter so for that to play out is just the most wonderful thing in the world that jump scare though close to the ending yeah fuck y'all for that I also been watching um a Canadian show called Kim's Convenience. It's based on a Korean family that runs a convenience store, duh. And the uh, trials and tribulations based on that family. Um, I would like to say the guy that plays Jung, he is a beautiful human being. And um the show is really funny. Honestly, the show is really funny. Um I can't wait for season three. What else have I been watching? I've been watching a couple of episodes of Anthony Bourdain's uh, Parts Unknown. Uh, shout out to him. Rest in peace. I've only been watching season seven and part of season eight. I think. I'm not sure where I left off. But I still have to keep watching. I've also been watching um, a series from Vox called Explained. It's on it's always it's also on Netflix. It's actually one of my favorite things to watch uh documentaries. So for a channel like Vox to explain how things are created and the you know, just the information that they give out there is so entertaining to watch. And the graphics are wonderful to watch as well. I've also been watching... Uh, what else? What else? Oh, fuck yeah. Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. Can we fucking discuss this in a, in a future episode? Because, baby, I'm so sorry for ruining Stefan's life as much as I have. And as much as I want to be, like, I want him to be happy, I just, I feel like I keep fucking up his life. And it's so sad that I would just feel this way for a fictional character. And that also reminds me that I got to get started on the Black Mirror binge-watching marathon, of course. Um, Hell no, I'm not watching Bird Box because, honestly... All you niggas kind of fucking spoiled it for me. So it makes me not want to watch it for another two months until, like, I'm bored. Um, I've also been watching... What is it? 
uh, a Korean comedy called The Sound of Your Heart, I think. Not the reboot, because I don't watch reboots. Um, that show is also funny as hell. What else have I been watching? Oh, fuck. Duh, it's in my fucking mind before I mentioned everything else. There's a show, I think, on Lifetime called You. I'm not sure if it's still on, but apparently that show has... It gives me a lot of creepy vibes. <laughs> it stars uh, Penn Badgley, who uh, appeared in Gossip Girl many years ago, and he plays this, like, creepy stalker guy, but he's also really romantic and shit like that. And it was just, like, there was a lot to to process in the pilot episode. Um, sometimes I feel like, yo, what if somebody was stalking me in my social medias and shit like that? Now I gotta, like, be private and shit. Yo, like, it, it creeped me the fuck out, but also... It was so, like, I could not turn away. I could not turn away. And fun fact, um, they have been taping, they have been filming the show in my neighborhood for many times last year. So to see that specific block with the deli on the corner, <laughs> like, I knew exactly where that place was. They always filmed that place. And... I'm just so like, goddamn, to to see that Penn Badgley has been in my neighborhood. I mean, like, I'm not that kind of creepy fan, but at the same time, like, yo, that's pretty fucking cool, huh? I'm not. I think that's that's all the shows I've been watching. Am I correct? Maybe I closed Netflix. I'm not really sure. Um, anyone that wants to watch Taylor Swift's Reputation Stadium Tour, you can watch it. I know I won't. Uh, Ugly Delicious is also a good show. I've been watching a movie called The American Meme. I didn't get halfway through it without, like, turning away. Oh, my God, I forgot the ultimate show that I watched. Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat is such a good docuseries. Like, I really thought that, you know, she was just another... I thought the, 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 the lead lady in that show was just another whitewashed person of color, but she knows how to respect cultures without being really creepy about it, so I give her a lot of props for that. But the food looks so damn delicious, to be honest with you. And the fact that, like, she brought her mother out for the last episode of the show is, you know, it, it, it makes her seem very humble, which I'm not trying to say that she's not. But, you know, you need to give credit to the person that taught you how to do certain things, like her mother who taught her how to cook. So it's perfect. It's actually based on her um, it's actually based on her book, so the fact that she decided to make a docuseries is a, a damn good idea. Um, what else? I've been reposting, I've been reshare, I've been sharing a lot of funny memes, a lot of funny videos. There was this one fucking video that I saw last night, I swear to God. It was in a subway train in New York City. Tell me how. 
They, I think they were shooting for a fucking rap music video. There was a whole bunch of people just, like, hyping each other up and shit. Yo, tell me how the fuck the camera turns to, like, this this little old Asian dude. He's holding his hand out. And the guy that's on, the, the guy that's behind the camera hands him a blunt. Yo, tell me how this motherfucker. The way that this old man inhaled that fucking blunt shows you that he knows what to do. Like, he did what he had to do to that blunt. And then he hands it back to him with this look on his face like, yo, this shit is dumb good. He ain't even have to say nothing. Like, he nodded to him like, yo, this shit is this shit is fire. And then he held up his hand just to say, like, thank you. It was so fucking funny. Like... That was one of the best videos I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, the way that I just fucking cackled when I saw that shit. Yo, I, I felt like that just made my entire night. Uh, shout out to you, whoever you are. Shout out to, to the little old man, because that is a fucking mood indeed. Shit. Listen. <laughs> Does Mocha joint on the chain? <laughs> Mind you, I was just complaining about a man smoking a blunt on the train just this past month. But it was, I think it was because I was tired. But that shit was just, like, out of nowhere. So, anyways. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And welcome. Finally, shit. Welcome. To 2019. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.